Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. with Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. It's Thursday, the 1st of April. Annie Louie, good morning. Oh, it's April Fool's. Oh, did you fool me? Um, yeah, I should have not rocked up today. That would have been great. I half anticipated a little text from you saying, sorry, slept in. Yeah. But it didn't happen, of course. You were here and you've brought a guest with I've, you. I have. I've brought a guest. It is the runner-up from last night's Class Clowns National Final. So this is the competition that I also came up from when I was 16 yeah. that launched my future career. So I thought, why not open it up, give some opportunities. Kidnap and someone, drag kidna- them. Exactly. <laughs> and get free labour on Thursday morning at 6am. So I brought in from Smiths Hill High School all the way from Wollongong. It's an absolute honour to meet Sophia Marazaki. Thank you for having me. Good morning and congratulations on runner-up. How many people Thank were competing you. in this Class Clowns competition? Uh, there are about 13 people at the national. At the finals. Yeah. Yes. So they mm. have state-based finals and then you can't, like a, I don't, you're going to have to explain it to me in more detail. Like How a dance it? comp. Like I don't a dance know. comp. <laughs> and it's not clowning, it's comedy. No, it's comedy, stand-up or sketch but it's or any clowns. form. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, the funny kid. Like the taking the mickey out. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, so we're going to Oh, wow. chat about that. We've also got some more Comedy Commutes tickets to give away. That's for tonight's show that I'm performing in as well. And we're chatting to Dave Thornton. I love Dave Thornton. Yeah, from the TV. You love him a little bit too much. I, I, you think he's the hottest thing going around? Not the hottest, but I do think he's hot. He's a, he's a can you say Dilf at oh, yeah. one minute past six in the morning? Yeah. A, a daddy. He is a daddy. Yeah, he and he's Northern Birds, Brunswick boy. That's oh, right. Doesn't get so, much better. Got some banging tunes as well. <laughs> 13 degrees in Melbourne, a forecast top of 27. We're talking comedy today, Annie Louie. <laughs> We're talking comedy. We're ta- <laughs> I don't do know, that you voice? started creating your own character. I did. It's awesome. It's Ando, the wannabe stand-up comedian. Ando, the mechanic. <laughs> yeah, probably. Drives Which, an XF Falcon with cra- uh, chrome 12 slotters on it. could be good. Ando's quite terrified of trying stand-up, but oh, we have okay. somebody who's uh, 16 years old and not afraid to try. It's Sophia Marazaki from Smiths Hill High School in Wollongong joining us as our special guest co-host, Today and we were just chatting in uh, the, during the song about how many stand-up specials you watched in preparation mm. for this yeah, gig. Yeah. What kind of things were you looking at online? Ah, uh, well, like I've always watched stand-up. Like I've always been such a big fan. I think it's a great art form, and cool. it takes a lot of guts to do it. And I'm so I'm surprised that I could do it. But uh, yeah, just watching everything on Netflix during lockdown and then we've seen a couple live and that sort of started it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You're not afraid to be on stage, though, because according to your Instagram, you also dabble in a bit of drama. Ooh. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, I've been doing drama since I was in year one. So that's all about 11 years. Oh, no wonder, because <laughs> watching as a judge yesterday, there was such great stage presence oh, from 
Thank you. you. And your voice was, I was like, this person has a radio voice. Like, I would pinch them oh. and uh, pop them on the airwaves. Well, you did. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you did, Annie Louie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's obviously a bit of crossover there. And did you have some mm. friends in the audience too? Uh, no, they didn't want to make the trip. It's oh, a bit far. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got uh, mum in the corner they, going, Who, what am I, chop liver? <laughs> they must have, must have known your mum's driving and went, no way are we driving from the gong to Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. It's like, crikey. Or her soundtrack, her playlist is a bit off. Hey? Yeah, no, no, no. I have full control of the, the oh, playlist. Nice. Please. <laughs> are, you, are you learning to drive at this age? Uh, yeah, I am, but I haven't gone that much. Yeah, I didn't even touch the wheel until I, I was like 18. So. Yeah. Oh, still sounds, it still feels like it when you try. You've never ridden in my car, I'll admit. No, but I've heard about all the scratches on the company car. <gasps> yeah, Joy won't let us have vehicles anymore. Of that. <laughs> the out loud and proud thunder, thunders have been confiscated from Yeah, the Suzuki, it's gone. The Swift. <laughs> yeah. Um, There were actually quite a lot of contestants this year because it was a Mm. mesh of two different years. So last year they didn't have... Yeah, yeah. they didn't get Mm. to finish. So they brought um, those people in too. And we had a video from Brisbane because the person was in lockdown and couldn't... Last minute, that last minute. Well, Mm. uh, I heard that it's because he wanted to take his granddad as his chaperone and his granddad was uh, in lockdown. So he was like, I'm not going if my granddad can't come. That reminds me of like Mr. Bucket. What's Mr. Grandpa, Grandpa Joe yes, and Charlie yes, and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Suddenly, I've got this image of this old man in a bed with a lot of other old people <laughs> in lockdown. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. So the the Class Clowns competition has been running for twenty five years. Mm. This year it was combined. In the lead up to it, what kind of what's your practice? What's your, how do you get yourself into the zone? Oh, like before stage. Yeah. Oh, um, I have this little thing of doing a warm-up where I like shake my hands and my feet just to like Taylor Swift yeah (laughs) I I shake it off yeah Uh, but it sort of reminds me that like to use my body and on stage and not be uptight and just be free that's a great trick yeah (laughs) might try that one day Annie yeah the jacket that you wore was a stage stopper I'd say and I thought if if this person has thought that much into the outfit like this is very much in line with my views as well. I'm like, if it's a big gig, you want to put a little bit of effort into wardrobe. So yeah. tell me, what's the story behind the jacket? Um, I got it. Mum got me it for Christmas. And yeah, and then I didn't have an occasion to wear it to the entirety of the year. And I was like, I have to find <laughs> yes. a time to wear it. No. And then I saw this and I was like, this is it. This is it. Beautiful. Oh. Very sweet. Thanks, Mum, for the, the items. Now we are giving away <laughs> tickets, Annie. Yes, we are. We're giving away a double pass to Comedy Commutes, which is on tonight. And uh, it's got a great lineup. We've got Michelle Brazier, who is the MC, plus Luke Heggie, Josh Glantz, and Carl Donnelly from the UK and myself. So it means you can just take the tram, go to Brunswick if you're around, or you can drive and there's a you know lots of parking there. So if you're free and you want those tickets, just message us in on on 0427 569 949 and just say, I want to go. I want to go. Yeah. Is that all they've got to do? That's all. We're making it super easy this year because, like, you know, there's an abundance of comedy and I want people to go see it. Speaking of comedy coming up, we have the interview with Dave Thornton. You know what? Speaking of sliding into our DMs, if you slide into our DMs or text us on 0427 569 949, you can win what? 
You can win double passes to Comedy Commutes, a show that's happening at 8pm tonight at Howler in Brunswick. Brilliant bar. It's oh. April Fool's Day too, so go have a laugh and invite your friends. And uh, in the studio right now, though, celebrating Comedy Festival and Class Clowns' 25th anniversary, it's Sophia Marazeki, runner-up of Class Clowns, the competition. Oh. Straight from the Forum Theatre yesterday. Yeah, I put yes. her in my van. And totally there was a, there was quite a oh, not quite there was an amazing lineup of judges. Annie Louis. Yes, Ivana Ristigueta was sitting right next to me. Good and friend. Annie Louis and myself, <laughs> yes. friend of me. And uh, there was a casting agent there as well, and Ooh. also somebody from the Art Centre, Edwina. So quite a star-studded uh, panel. And it was actually so down to the wire. We had to go to the festival director to. I really decide. And I'm glad it was out of my hands, actually. Did you have <laughs> photos of all the contestants? No, like a kind like of a like modeling Australian idol or something yeah. where they're laying them out and, and he's going, no, no, I didn't like his snarl. Or... No, 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 no. Uh, they all got wonderful certificates to take home mm, too. Cool. Yeah. And the age range was 14 all the way to, I think, 17. So the person who won was only 14 years old, turning 15. That's insane. I know. Up, up on a stage doing comedy. Yeah. At 14 years I know. old. I, I was actually like laughing so hard going, what am I looking at? Like throughout the acts, I'm like, this is bonkers. Like these are children. But like, you know, you forget that back in the day you also. You were there. <laughs> How old were you when you competed? Uh, I entered at 16. It was 17 when I did the nationals. But I want to talk about your jokes, Sophia, because the best ones that I thought, mm. um, the most interesting stuff was when you speak from your own perspective, right? And uh, mm. you had a lot of jokes about uh, your high school formal, your year 10 yes. formal, which yes. I loved, and a bit about social media and taking photos and mm. uh, things that annoyed you. Um, how did you mm. come up with these things and did you have to check with your friends? Uh, well, I had to change some of the names that I mentioned in the thing. <laughs> but um, I just like wrote down for two weeks, I wrote down what I found funny. Yep. And with my friends or with my family, I just wrote it down and then sort of grew the things from there. And formal was obviously a big point of last year. But yep. yeah. Was it because you had been uh, at home learning and then you got an actual special event? Yeah, everyone was so excited. We were so happy and we were allowed to dance, luckily. And then after that, they changed the rules so we were so lucky but yeah it was a very it was a very eventful time yeah and everyone has their own sort of perspective on it but yeah amazing and when you were growing up did you feel like you were the funny person in your group I think everyone in my friend group is funny I think they're hilarious but yeah I don't know I think I'm funny, but <laughs> I guess I am, <laughs> but yes. I don't know, yeah. No, you certainly are verifiably now as well, and you get to take home a little bit of uh, a, a bit of cash for yourself. Yeah. And, oh, um, you get money. Yes, and mm. they've even got some prizes Petrol involved money. with school too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Petrol yeah. money to drive back to the gong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's about enough that you'll be able to, yeah. <laughs> to spend with that. Uh, $150, I think. Uh, where do you see yourself going now? Are you, you've got to finish your studies, obviously, but had you considered this as a career, potentially? Up until now, no, I haven't. Um, I've always loved the arts and drama specifically, but I never really thought about doing stand-up until my drama teacher told me to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'd sort of like seen uh, flyers of it and I never really took it seriously. But this year I, 
I decided to try my shot at it, but yeah. Well, and he did say, well, obviously you're going to finish your studies. You don't have to. You could drop out oh, of yeah, school true. today. Sorry, I keep sorry. I, I just ando on could. the daily. Okay. Mum, what do you, you think? Drop out. <laughs> She's going now. <laughs> Mum's choking in the corner yeah. of the studio. But you can drop out now. You, then you don't have to worry about year 12. I, I've heard year 12 is quite tricky. Yeah. And... um. Go, for, go to Edinburgh. Uh, oh, you can't leave Australia no. yet. Yeah, I no. can stay here. You can stay here. With stay you. in Melbourne. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, Anna's got plenty of degrees under his belt since. So after being a delinquent at 14, he decided to uh, get <laughs> educated rude. later in life. It's very nice, Annie Lily. <laughs> he was thrown out for uh, smoking durries and uh, wagging school and specifically making a glass ashtray. In one of no, it was ceramic. Oh, ceramic. I'm sorry. It was a head with a lift-off lid, Annie Lily. <laughs> Mum thought creative. it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back with more and uh, tickets to give away after this. Hello, this is your morning wake-up call with compliments from Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. 21 minutes past 6, 13 degrees and a beautiful top of 27 for Melbourne. Now, Anna Murphy, good oh, morning. Good morning, you fabulous people. How oh, are you? Very well. I'm very, very well. excited yeah. to meet Sophia. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh. How old are you again? I'm 16. Oh, oh that talent. Oh, that's so annoying. <laughs> I'm so jealous. If we, div- if we took Annie's age off your age, does it get close? Not even. Oh, dear. Sorry. That was me thinking out loud yeah. to try and make it. No. I told you not to think out loud. <laughs> Story of my life. I, I thought we'd bring you in because I wanted to have all these wonderful, funny women in one room, even if it means uh, we don't have all the equipment for it. So we'll just share. Well, you're basically are, sitting on top of me right now. I'm, I'm okay I, with that. Not social distancing. Well, we are trying as best as we yeah. can, but I'm I'm doing a lot of movements in and out of mics. Um, so yeah. So what happens now, Sophia? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm just gonna keep trying to keep it alive, I guess, and keep doing stand up because I really, really enjoy Have doing you, it. And you've yeah. always wanted to do stand up. Uh, I've always loved it, but I've never actually considered doing it. But this year, I I decided was, to. Why was it this year? What was it about this year that made you get up? Oh, I think oh there was a lot of competitions like this that I usually do that were cancelled last year. Yeah. So uh, like theatre sports was cancelled last oh. year. I'm a big improv person. Oh, good. And it, there was a there was a comedy shaped hole in my heart, and I, oh. I needed something. Oh. <laughs> She's adorable. Don't you just want to pick her you up and squeeze her? I haven't got my own children. Are you mum? No, back off. Back child off. protection's okay. here for you, Anna Murphy. It was an agent. I was going to steal the child. I won't. That's okay. Perfect. She could vacuum and clean as well. Like, yeah. You know, when they're really young, they don't do much to help around the house. Yeah, this is a much more age-appropriate She could get your brother's me. tools out of the shed leave for her him. at home with the cooking and the cleaning. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Sophia. Oh, oh good. Oh, got herself a slave yeah. from this. Great. No, unfortunately um, not. I just have to go back in there and work with my brother. Yeah. Now, um, Annie, you mentioned before about the fabulousness of having three comedics in one room right now. I'm curious about that gender question. What was the gender mix of the the finalists in Class Clowns like? Like more males, females? Oh, there were, I think, four girls and the rest were guys. Mm-hmm. And throughout the comp, there was obviously a little bit of a male dominance, but I was always very supported through the state and the regionals. Um, the amazing comedian Rebecca D. Anamuno mm-hmm. would run it, and she was always very, you know, it's good that you're here in this in this boys' club. But yeah, is that and, and now to Anna and Annie? Yeah, is that 
the norm in the industry? Yeah, it's male dominated. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot more females doing it now, but yep. overall on the open mic scene, especially, yeah, um, it is d- definitely it's like nine to ten to one. Mm, half I think the time. Oh, one really? of the um, most common responses if I say that I uh, do stand up comedy is that a guy who goes, "Oh, I've always wanted to do that." Always thought I could do that. Yes. Oh my god! How okay, not to it. date Annie Louie <laughs> in a in a first date? If a dude ever says that, yes, you are crawl, crawling out the bathroom window yeah. and not going back I also to the bar. Don't date comedians as a rule. I don't know if you. No, I don't either. And internet dating's fraught with that because if you even mention it, that, that's exactly what. Yeah. Oh, I always wanted to. And like, I started um, siphoning them off to this comedy school that I knew. <laughs> so I was, like, my failed dating life <laughs> was actually being really profitable to the comedy school. Did you get a kicker? No, I should. I knew I could make my dating life funny at some point, but I thought I would make money off it, mm. not them. Oh. So. Anna, what's coming up on the show this oh, morning? Oh, like it's the usual Thursday. We've got sibling fibbling. Hump day? I Is it hump day? Thump day? Thump day today. Made up. And we do, of course, have a going to the movies with Elle, and we've got our fabulous sex therapist, Lisa Tony. I can't need to work on that. That's not yeah. sexy. And you wonder why you're single. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I don't. I oh, don't wonder You anymore. know why. We have to keep it PG because little we is in cars. So it will be, um, yes, it will be user-friendly for the people. Oh, fantastic. Thanks, Sophia. It's so nice to meet you. I better go and put a show Thanks together. Thanks for the chat, buddy. Thank you too. Great show. You know what, Annie Louie, if you slide into our DMs and... Annie and Ando on Instagram or text us on 0427569949. You can win tickets, a double pass to go to Comedy Commutes at Howler in Brunswick tonight, 8pm, featuring Michelle Brazier, Luke Heggy. Heggy? Heggy, yeah. Heggy? He's very dry, but good. He, he was the one who did a bunch of jokes about inspirational quotes, which I know you love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carl Donnelly from the UK and our very own Annie Louie. Great lineup. All you got to do is just text us and you can go into the chance to win a double ticket. Exactly. What have you seen, Sophia, at the Comedy Festival? Uh, so far, I've just seen Lizzie Who mm. last night. Who? And that was... A- yeah. <laughs> who dis? Who dis? Yeah. yeah. Who dis? Yeah. Mm. And oh, she that's... performed as the entertainment while the judges were deliberating yesterday. So you must yeah. have met her in the green room. Yes, yes. We got a photo. But she was so nice. She was so supportive uh, backstage yeah. and everything. She yeah. even put on Instagram that she had a tear in her eye when it was being announced. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> now, and he just mentioned the green room. Do you, you know, I'm guessing you're at the earlier stages of your comedy career versus your retirement stage. Yeah, it's really, it's really it's important peaked. to start to build a rider so that you let these <laughs> venues know the things you need in the green room. Have you have you got anything on your rider yet? Uh, no. Uh, What's your wish list? Oh. Mariah Carey has a long one. Yeah, really? A long list. Oh, okay. Yeah, she likes her own oxygen pumped into the That's green room. That's right. Oh, yeah. In her orb or something. Oh, oh no, that was Liza Minnelli, wasn't oh. it? Smoke, <laughs> smoking out the back of Flemington Racecourse in an oxygenated orb. <laughs> yes. Oh, you remembered so that. Yeah. Well, I got uh, completely flawed when they offered to iron my jumpsuit for TV the other week. I was like, this wow. is... Am-. And I feel like comedians are just like so poorly treated generally that maybe like every little thing I'm like oh my god there's there's water here like, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to lie down you just start yeah, filling your yeah. handbag going I'll take two of them because they're worth $2.80 exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I have been thinking Manuka honey would be a good one too that's a little bit mm. expensive but like yeah. a hot drink and I know a lot of comedians even though they yeah. give like yeah. free drinks uh alcoholic ones at 
bars and gigs and things like that, we actually just want a hot drink. Mm-hmm. Like Claire Hooper wanted a... Are we talking 10%, a- 30%, 300%? You know how, like, there's all the different levels of manukiness? Oh, yeah. And, yeah, give me the and, strongest. And it goes up, the strong, yeah. like the $69 one. Yeah, something oh, like that. Man. Have a spoonful before you go on with yeah. your voice. Do you do vocal warm-ups as well? Yeah, I do, but I like having English breakfast tea before and after. Oh, yeah. English and after. Just a bit of EB. Yeah, just to get me get me going. Yeah, it's got caffeine in it too, and tannins. J- just a little. They're good. Bit. Just <laughs> Is yeah. it really? Yeah. I think it was around sixteen when I started getting hooked on coffee. Are you a coffee drinker yourself? No, no. tea. Still tea. Still tea. Still tea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't drink those like monster red cows or whatever. No. no. Yeah. But good. it's really big at school. Is it? A lot of yeah, people. It's still going. So energy drinks for you. Yeah. Energy drinks. I know. Yeah. Look, Sophia didn't come for a lecture. So, <laughs> well, actually, now that, now exercise and and w- when you eat, what do, we should check all these things out so that she's going to be yeah. her fittest on stage. Yeah. Um, I noticed there was a bit of a theme in people's material yesterday where mm. people seemed a little self conscious about having never been kissed or like never having. <laughs> You know, done, yeah. done the stuff. Mm. Um, and done I, that stuff. The thing, you know, like having not lost their virginity. Kind There's of thing. different. And, Sorry, God. I know, but I was like, oh, you know, but like enjoy this time of your life. Like everybody yeah. is mm. just like there to have fun. And I feel like, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed about. Like the, the time will come, but like, you know what I mean, Ando? So there's a bowl of <laughs> cherries on the stage. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, and, and it's he's like, saying, leave the cherries uneaten. Yeah. yeah, leave keep, the rider cherries. Save yourself. <laughs> save yourself. Well, it's funny you mention that because so many comedians these days and a number of really well-known ones talk about the lifestyle that mm-hmm. nearly got them. The after parties, the excessive alcohol, yeah. the poor sleep, poor diet, and a number of them have swung completely the other way and have stopped drinking altogether. Yeah, don't do true. the after yeah, parties. Yeah. Go and do a beautiful gig and then leave. Mm, Fiona O'Loughlin, new book it, just came out, and she's talked about how she wasn't sober on stage for many, many years, and she just had a scrap of paper with eight words. It was like, "See how we go." I'm like, but she built a brilliant show, and oh, sometimes yeah. I feel like is sobriety helping me because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not as funny as like a totally out of it Fiona O'Loughlin you know? <laughs> have you seen her new hair I didn't recognise it she looks fab I didn't she even recognise she's yeah. gone blonde there you go. yeah. do you have any comedy idols oh my gosh uh, I love Kitty Flanagan Kitty oh, Flan- yeah. have you watched that new Fisk. series Fisk Oh yes, on ABC yes. iView. Very funny. There's a lot of celebs in there mm. oh well. it's the who's who of comedy it's got yeah. um, what's his face that moved to Triple M. Oh, Marty Sheargold. Marty Sheargold's mm. her boss oh, in yeah, the law firm. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's Fisk. F-I-S-K. Kitty Flanagan cre- created it and stars in it. It's very, very funny. It's, it's- genius. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. good. So fantastic. And to have female idols as well. That's wonderful. Mm. Coming up, we have... Oh, Annie Louie. It's Spunky got hot spunk. in here. It's got really Dave hot in here. Thornton. The beautiful Dave Thornton uh, coming up. Before we do that, thank you so much, Sophia, for joining us. It's been fabulous thank to have you. Thank you for having me. Lovely. Guest co-host, Sophia Marazaki. Our next guest is an Australian comedy icon. He's been a star on the airwaves on screen and stage for over two decades. You recognise him from the project, Husey, We Have a Problem, and most recently the 2021 comedy festival Oxfam Gala. Making his debut on Annie and Ando, though, it's Dave 
Steve Thornton. Welcome. Annie, and how good is it to be an icon? How good is this? I know. Although we have been reading a review from your show oh, that just yeah. came out today, and it says almost a household name. <laughs> hey, can we talk about this article? It's, dro- it's fresh on the web. It's Australian Stage Online or AustralianStage.com.au. Right. There is a quote in there, not a quote of you, of theirs, where they say, neatly clipped beard, cute David Beckham style hair. I've been objectified here, Ando. Uh, this has really happened, okay? And this is a HR problem. Who do I need to go to? <laughs> yes. Let's not mention well, you wouldn't call or... it defamation. It's <laughs> it's pretty nice. Yeah, not a household name, just a household haircut, which is yeah. good. Last year, we couldn't get a haircut. What did you rock when you couldn't get a haircut? Oh, let's not talk about the dark times, guys. Like, we all just got through it, yeah? We were yeah. just making bad fashion choices the whole time. How has your season gone so far now that you've just opened, had a few nights under your belt? Mate, I have had an absolute ball. Like, Melbourne's just coming out, having heaps of fun. Although, this only happened to me yesterday because I played down at the Forum and just on Russell Street, there's an awesome ramen bar there that I drop into all the time. Matt, the guy who runs it, he's a legend. And I was walking down the stairs just to go get a meal and there was a couple in front of me and a guy turned around and he goes hey do I know you which also means see almost a household name guys almost and then the and the guy yeah and the guy goes do I know you and I said I didn't know how to answer I was like I don't know man and he goes are you Arj Barker? <laughs> said, oh no. my god! Is that the How tanned have you gotten, Dave? <laughs> I know, Eddie. How do you? I was like, mate, you could have said Whoopi Goldberg, and you would have been closer. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> You know that whole homogeneity where people go, oh, I don't see difference, I just see the person. It's kind yes. of taken a very different angle. It very much is, Ando, isn't it? It was like, hey, you stand upright. Uh, you also have a penis. Surely you're Arch Barker, aren't you? Like, that's the only pretty much things we've got in common. Well, Annie, I, I have to flag yes. I said to you, the only thing we'd, I'd like to talk about is Dave's penis and couple of minutes <laughs> he's got it out already could you stereotypes man you could not be any more gay right now sorry <laughs> what do i say to that yeah. i don't weirdly know it's I- joy everybody and we're chatting to dave thornton yeah weirdly i call my penis arch barker so i don't know if that helps or not <laughs> oh goodness i'm leaving that one alone oh man um you've been doing a lot of things you're also doing a documentary on the comedy scene and i just purchased it today to watch there's four episodes and you can see it anytime before april 30th which is a totally new thing for the comedy festival to do to start dabbling in these on-demand videos what was it like filming it and what's the doco called yeah, this one, uh, like you said, streaming on the Melbourne Comedy Festival, I believe their website. So people do feel a bit sheepish about coming out to see live comedy. You can also see these things. And they've, they've got a handful of different documentaries that they're putting out there. And this particular one focuses on the comedy rooms around Melbourne. So all the ones that run from the professional clubs you know, the paying clubs, for lack of a better term, and then the open mic ones where we're also trying stuff out and newbies are coming through. And So, guys, I get to interview all the young comedians, which makes me kind of hip, I think. I can't believe I just said hip. That made me feel really old. But um, And it was heaps of fun, just talking stand-up comedy, just talking, you know, the usual rubbish that we would backstage. 
Yes, speaking of usual rubbish, I saw you backstage the other night and you made me so happy when you said that you did a bad gig. And this was because the people in the audience had already seen your material and it just makes me think like even further down the track, bombs still happen and it was actually really inspiring to know that it happens to people who I admire a lot as well. Maybe that's what I should have done that night. Maybe that's when I should have gone, I'm Arge Barker, thanks for coming. Maybe that's when I should have done it. Um, it's nothing against Arge. He's a very lovely guy. I'm sorry you've been sucked into this vortex, Arge. But um, yeah, man, I had, a, I had a brute. We have trial shows. For people who don't know with stand-up comedy, you've got to try out material in front of an audience and make sure it, it is all uh, blue ribbon. It is all tickety-boo for you during the comedy festival. And I did not have a good one. And because a lot of people had heard my material, they'd seen me. It was also one of these nights where I wasn't anticipating it, where everyone had to wear a mask because in this theatre that I perform at, that's the mandate, which is cool, but I just wasn't aware of it. So when I walked out, I looked like I was performing to the Proud Boys. Everyone was covering their face. It was weirding me out. And so, yeah, it completely threw me off. I mean, you can cop it from all angles. I remember a couple of years ago during the comedy festival, my lovely partner came. To her defense, my eldest child was only six months old and she had her strapped to her chest. So she had other things going on during the show. But when we did the drive home after the show, I said, what did you think of it? And she goes, oh, I didn't laugh out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Speaking of the family, how's the kids going? What was it like a year with the kids at home? And uh, it was... It was a lot. It was a lot. I I had a moment, and this feels like it's reflective of the lockdown and the pandemic that Melbourne went through, where I remember my eldest child got out of the bath. She was naked, obviously, in the Nikki Noonars. Mm-hmm. And I had a moment where she ran up to me and said, Daddy, can you hang me upside down? Because that's what we've been doing for the last 12 months, because Daddy doesn't have a lot of money, and that's the only way we have fun now. Good, cheap fun. And <laughs> I, I, I hung her upside down, and just as I did, she farted in my face. Oh, which, dear. yeah, I felt, I felt like she wasn't just farting in my face, just in the art scene in general. That's what it's felt like. Oh, but, um, <laughs> but it was you funny, Andrew. Like, oh. like, you can't get another one, can you? Or swap her. For, like, that's just that sort of behaviour. I know, but there was two parts of my brain, Ando. You know, one of them was like, that's really disrespectful to your father. But the comedy part of my brain was like, that's really good timing. That is very is. good. Oh, do you think you'll raise them to be little comedians? Have they taken on any of your traits? <laughs> I'm going to throw this back at you, Annie. If you decided to have children, would you want them doing what we're doing? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> that is my exact thoughts. Oh, I mean, all the for all the reasons that you mentioned. Um, yeah, being poor. Uh, yeah, doing bombs everywhere, uh, spiraling out of control, and having your own family tell you that you're not funny. Do you want that? Yeah, no. Yeah, nothing about this has been a good sell for our industry. Uh, we are chatting to comedian Dave Thornton. Uh, Dave, can you stick around and we can actually talk about your show because we haven't even talked about the name of it. It's called Novel Problems. We might. Uh, <laughs> Ask you about that right after this. <laughs> that sounds good. Most people are now going to Arj Barker, so that'd be great. Annie and Ando, serving you laughs every weekday morning on Joy. Up early with Annie and Ando, we are chatting to funny man, household name, the, my favourite comedian across, the, apart from Annie Louie, that is, my favourite cisgendered yep, male heterosexual comedian, Dave Thornton. Hey, the latest show, what's it called? 
It is called Novel Problems, Ando, which uh, was a name that I was going to use for last year's show, which really didn't mean anything. And then 12 months came around. Oh. I was like, wow, we do have a lot of problems. So that's worked quite Jackpot. well. Have there been any standout um, gigs in your touring recently that you've uh, particularly enjoyed or not enjoyed? Mate, you know what? I haven't enjoyed. Have you done any Zoom gigs, Annie? Yes, that was the one of the first I ever did. I'm like, what was that? I never want to do that ever again. And then I did again and again because a dollar is a dollar is what I say. Yeah, it keeps us out of the skips. Exactly. And oh, it's, they're horrendous, these things. Like you're on a Zoom call trying to do stand-up comedy to just pixelated, apathetic faces of people who you don't know if they're wearing pants or not. You don't know. <laughs> And I was the first one I ever did. It was 5.30 on a Wednesday for this Melbourne office who obviously thought good laughs or having a laugh might be nice. But then being 5.30, people had clocked off from work. So I'm doing my gig and I'm watching as all the numbers are going down in the Zoom meeting. (laughs) As as people were just had nothing to do but remain in the house that they've been locked in. Just the sheer boredom of lockdown. And yet they thought, that is better than watching this peanut. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get fancy with your backgrounds? I know Cal Wilson, you know, is hanging bits of fabric up from her curtain rods and and going all crazy out there. Yeah, I know. I was really jealous of Cal. She did an amazing job. I think she's got a theatre background, so she understood how to set it all up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mm, She's been stuck in quarantine and doing amazing things as well with kiwi fruit and crafting headpieces. Yes, as my partner says, because she meets up with her friends to do craft. Crafty bitches, that's what they call themselves. So, <laughs> yes, crafty bitches. Yeah. Don't mess with them. Uh, no, that's it. But, mate, my front room, which is where I'm in right now, it's uh, just a little office slash my two-year-old's bedroom. So, in other words, my backdrop was nothing but a door and a cot which really screamed, I'm in trouble right now. <laughs> like, I basically through my gigs was like, see, I've got mouths to feed, guys. So, yeah, please have fun. welcome. Yeah, you totally. made some fantastic skits for Instagram, though. I was recommending my friends to go check them out. I was sending them to people. They were very funny, and hopefully they're still up there so that we can uh, enjoy this historic time. Yeah, thanks, Annie. Good plug on the socials. Dave underscore Thorno, if you want to check them out. There was, um, yeah, every week I would try to put up something. It was keeping my sanity together a little bit too much. Like I was asking my partner to take the kids out of the house. I'm like, I really need to put this sketch together. Okay, I really need to shoot this. And she's like, what, for who? For the internet? It's a very hard sell. Everybody. Yeah, everybody ever. I'm an almost household name. Shut up. (laughs) Almost household. Break that down. It's like people are in their lounge room going, what's his name? What is his name again? Well, it's been lovely to catch up with you. I know you're very busy, so we'll have to let you scoot. But give us the details of your show and where we can go to find out more information. Well, guys, it's only on to the end of the week, uh, finishing up on Easter Sunday, just like a good ex-lay Catholic boy should. <laughs> so if you do want tickets, guys, get on to the socials. Get on to Dave underscore Thorno or my Facebook page. It's just Dave Thornton official page. That's a creative title, isn't it? <laughs> and you can get on there. There'll be tickets and links and all that bizzo. And, um, yeah, leave a review of a almost household name if you want. <laughs> Thanks. It's been great chatting to Dave Thornton. Or was it Arj Barker? You'll never know. I don't ever know, guys. (laughs) Cracking you up at the crack of dawn.
It's Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. Nine minutes to 7, 13 degrees and a beautiful 27 for Melbourne, Annie Louie. For a lot of people, this is the start of school holidays as of the end of today. It is. It's Easter and... Um, happy Easter. I checked it's Orthodox Easter at the same time. I think our Easter's are, are all the different Easter's oh, are lining up this Chinese year. Chinese Easter. It's no, Chinese Easter? <laughs> what do you do for Chinese Easter, Annie? <laughs> um, eat food. Do no, you celebrate? Actually, coming up to this time is actually tomb sweeping day. You guys have to go pay respects to your deceased ancestors. And so. clean out the tombs. Yeah, so we're going to the Faulkner Cemetery to visit my pops. Oh, if I wasn't at the farm, I'd say swing past and yes. have a little spa with us. Oh, my get goodness, your mum in the that spa. Would be fun. Was, my mum is. You and your mum in the spa. love everything tub. about your house and your farm. And she would, would. She could do a cooking lesson for me. I actually me. think. Um, mother-in-law, your mother-in-law and my mum would get on along like a house on fire, really? even though they speak different languages. That's okay. I've got my sister-in-law is Malaysian and her mother comes along to a lot of family mm. functions. <laughs> we just and amalgamate she, and get my mum. She grunts. Just my mom, she just goes... <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I have something funny to tell you. So the other day, my sister was telling me about uh, my mum about how well I'm doing. And my mum mm. goes, oh, fantastic. If she goes really well, I won't have to work another day in my life. And I'm like, mum, yes. you haven't worked since I was about five. You've been on the dole since then. Like, what's going to change? She's a homemaker. Yeah, She's created homemaker. you. you. You've told me all the beautiful cooking. She she spends a lot of time putting rugs down on the carpet so the carpet doesn't get used. Yes, exactly. Sorting the shoes out the front door. There's a lot of shoes out there. Oh, it's gone now. I told you that. Shoe oh, the rack's bookcase. gone. It wasn't a shoe rack. It was a Billy bookcase Somebody on its side it or us. something. No, yeah, it was from a... scratch. Oh, really? One of our family friends. Hey, coming up on the show tomorrow, we are going to get up early on Good Friday and we're going to do we're going to talk hosting. Yeah, hostess if, with the mostess. You are. Yes, I am. We're going to look at some job applications as well and see what we can qualify for. Can't wait. Do you do Easter eggs at least? Yeah, I love a bit of chocolate. Can you bring some in for me for tomorrow? Nah, you, you've got to watch your weight. You're, you're the one who's such, telling me. Such a cow. I'm trying to be your, your minder here. That's it. Make sure you stick around for the Murphys. We're back tomorrow. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.